The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. That's all I expect from myself. I will be satisfied no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, the human highlight, Justin Gaethje. All right, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I once again in our separate locations like everybody else in the world. Uh, busy show. We have uh, my pal Matt Eisman is calling in. Matt's a very interesting guy. I don't know how big, uh, I hope he's a big MMA fan. Is I he imagine a comedian, he is. Jimmy? He's a comedian, but he's also like, he was the host of a, uh, I think it was American Ninja Warriors it was called. I should oh, know that because he's my friend. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also have the great Justin Gaethje, who is the guy I feel worse for in this entire uh, 249 saga. I feel worse for Justin Gaethje. Ferguson, too, but Justin Gaethje really, you know, Tony knows he's fighting for the belt. Justin just got thrown in and had a shot at the title. And that opportunity will not happen, unfortunately, it's, on April 18th. It was a roller coaster. I want to hear yeah. about the roller coaster of emotions he went through with that. I would Jimmy, love to. Jimmy, yes, sir. what do you think about my facial hair? I, I don't know if I like it. Well, I, 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 I understand. I don't know, Matt, if I like it. Um, Jimmy! This is what Jimmy. Matt Seller looks like if he gets arrested. Like if Matt's arrested and he's locked up for four or five days, this is what Matt Seller would look like if he wasn't the friendly guy that we've come to know. <laughs> this is like bizarro evil Matty. Look at this, yep. right? With yep. this, and I got some, I got some like gray coming in. I can't like see white. the gray. But well, you know what it is, Jimmy? Uh, my head, smooth. Yeah. I still shave off. I'm not some kind of bum here. I am still like shaving my head so it's nice and it's 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 smooth. But I didn't shave for a few days and my wife goes, you know, why don't you let that grow out a little bit? Really? Oh, listen, man, I don't know. It, and I'm like, you know what? I like to be shaving. And yeah. and then my daughter starts playing with like, oh, that's nice. Because I always, they don't like when I, it, it bothers them when I kiss them, but they like to play with it. So I go, you know what? Let's grow it. Let's get crazy during yeah. quarantine. Let's grow this baby out a little bit. Gonna grow a beard. That's my story, Jimmy. So I mean, it's listen. It looks a little strange. I was never a guy with facial hair. No. But I'm just gonna say, f, f it, because you know, hey, I'm in quarantine. How are you handling this? Are you getting stir crazy? Are yeah. you? Is it getting to the point where you're like, look, I'm not liking the routine? How are you dealing with it, buddy? You know, I've been I've, the last two days. I've uh, I'm on day five of <clears throat> that intermittent fasting where I'm only eating from eleven to seven, 
and I'm mixing it in with a little bit of keto. Like I'm not doing a full keto diet, but I'm doing mostly keto stuff just to kind of keep myself from getting really fat because uh, I have gotten a little bit fat. So I want, I want to drop like 10 pounds by the time this whole thing is over. So intermittent fasting, which is only eating for certain periods, uh, is helping and uh, working out a few times a week. But yeah, I'm getting very stir crazy. Like it's getting to a point now where I'm getting restless and my energy is kind of shitty and I'm, you know, I'm just getting frustrated and like, I, I feel like I'm itching. Like I want to get the fuck out of the house. Right, you know? right. You know what's been saving me and my family is the bike rides. I mean, yeah. obviously a shitty, a shitty day like this, it's not happening. It's all right. rainy and stuff. But, uh, you know, we don't go on any trails. We, we do it around town. We don't go near anybody. It's like, dude, I'm telling you. It felt like uh, like I like like a scene out. I might have said this last week. Like a scene out of Lost Boys or something. They're trying to get home. I go, hi right, kids. Let's play before it gets dark because it was kind of late. We got to get home before the zombies come out. And we're riding around town. Everything's closed down. I don't know. Listen, you gotta make the best of it, man. And the ride. I could I could ride a fucking bike. <laughs> I know that sounds pathetic being a former champion, but my knees suck, so the walking's out. Right. So I just gotta get in what I get in. I like that mountain bike thing. It's fucking comfortable. So Jimmy, I don't know. My days have been virtual reality and uh, and just hanging out with the fam pretty much. I really can't complain. We're making the best of it. I just, it's just scary times when you think about how soon we're getting back up and running with yeah. everyday life. You know what I mean? Because I could do this for another month easy. But another two, another three. I mean, when the fuck, Jimmy? I think, and I think, obviously, uh, I think June first. I, I think things will start to loosen up a little bit in May. I think a lot of stuff will start going back June first. Uh, you know, I, maybe I'm just being positive about it. But these fucking guys are like, oh, it's gonna be six months. I, I, I really, half of these shitty uh, clickbait websites, I just can't anymore. I, I just can't. I can't look at them. They're just revolting. This one headline, USA faces 18 more months of shutdowns. Shut the fuck up. No, we don't. Hey, man, all I, all I know is Fighter Island or Fight Island is going to be open up before you. That'll probably be open the first. And I'm looking forward to that. That sounds interesting. Yeah. And Dana had to do the move. You know, one thing I hadn't considered, and I'm guessing a lot of people hadn't either, was he finally backed off on the idea of 249 at the Indian Reservation because – um, you know, the ESPN uh, and Disney higher up said that they didn't want to run ads for it. And I guess I get that because if a fighter gets hurt and has to go to the hospital, that's an additional strain put on the hospital that they don't need when they're trying to take care of Corona patients. And I hadn't thought of that angle. And I think a lot of people hadn't like guys that are going to need to go to the hospital for things. It's like, this is an avoidable injury. You just don't have to do this right now. Yeah. Um, so that maybe that they probably made the right move, but I, I, I look, I love the fact that he tried it and he did whatever he could. And then when it got to a point where it's just not feasible, he went, oh, fuck it. It's not going to happen. I try. He tried. He did what he had to do. Fighter Island. I want to tell you about a text I got from <laughs> Listen to this. Only because I don't want to, it's so great. I just want it exactly how right. he said to me. Longo said, wouldn't it be great? Let me see. Where the fuck is it? And basically, he said, wouldn't it be great that if he got Joe Silva back and he hired him to be like Tattoo and be like, the plane, the plane! <laughs> Fucking Joe Silva, that little motherfucker! Wouldn't that be great? You know who Joe Silva is? I do, yeah. Dude, you put that dude, that guy's up to my shoulders. You yeah. put that little fucker in a, a white little outfit, you dress, they, they, that could be the new Fantasy Island, but Fight Island, 
He will be like, what is it, Dr. Monroe? Who the fuck is that Dr. Monroe? No, who's Dr. the guy? Hold no, on. That's Dr. Different. Monroe? Who is Dr. Wait, Mr. Who? Mr. Rourke and Tattoo. Mr. Rourke! Dr. Monroe? That's a different show. That's, that's like, a, that's like a, a, a beast and stuff, right? Who the fuck is Dr. Monroe? I don't, I don't know. You know, though. You heard that name before. Here's where I heard Monroe. Rich, Dr. Rourke? Who is it? Mr. Rourke? Remember Too Close for Comfort? Monroe. That's where I remember Monroe from. I don't know. I might have made that up. But I do know that that uh, Longo hit the nail on the head. With Dana could be Mr. Rourke and have Joe Silva come back as Tattoo. That will be the fucking best ever. I need that. People make memes of that shit. I need to see it. Meanwhile, How was that Longo video you posted? You posted a Longo video of him hitting the... The bag. He really obviously knows what he's doing with with nunchucks. And how old was that? I don't think he had nunchucks. Did he? Did he? Yeah. One of the. I thought he did. He one. A, I think he had a, a knife or something like that. He practiced with his knife. He's getting ready for like the zombie apocalypse in his basement. Yeah. Dude, Longo sent me a picture this morning. His fucking bat. A guy's neighbor's tree fell down and took out his fucking chimney. A couple feet over, we wouldn't have Longo anymore. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. I go, Longo, you're worried about the coronavirus. You're going to have a fucking right. oak tree laying on your fucking head. <laughs> Dude, it ruined his, busted his chimney up. Crazy shit, Jimmy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What's up, man? What's up, Matt? Matt? Sarah, pleasure to meet you, man. So nice to meet you, Matt. How I'm, exciting! I'm, yeah, this is this is good. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm glad you guys are still doing content. I mean, it's got to be. It's nice to do something in in this era of just sitting on your ass. Hey, man, Maddie. Let me tell you, dude. I own. Besides this, I got two jujitsu schools, and they're not they're not booming right now. <laughs> so I got a lot of time, man. I've been just doing bike rides and. Uno games with my children. Yeah, and uh, at least now more than ever, at least people probably watching and listening to podcasts. So oh we got God. that. I, 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 I just we if we could only have been Tiger King, man. That, that I think that is going to be the defining pop culture event of this entire quarantine. Yeah, I, I don't think the story's over. I think they're gonna. I think that guy's. How long was he in jail for? Joe? I, I don't know. I did not years. see it. Oh, you I did didn't not see, see last night. No, I didn't see oh. last night's the the update. The oh, was that string. last night? I think it was last night. Joel McHale was doing the wrap up. I think that was the new episode. I, I didn't catch it though. Was it on I, I can't believe I was busy. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, oh I watched the last episode. I haven't watched I, the last I, episode. I, it's a brand. It's a new episode that was just released. You know, I don't know that there was anything earth shattering in it. Clearly, there wasn't because we would have seen it all all about it on Twitter. 
Right. But the fact is they're probably adding a little bit. And there's also they're doing something on Carol Baskin on I think it might be Discovery or someplace is doing something yeah. on her. Um and she said she feels betrayed by the producers. Like she thought she was giving this A plus interview. Hey cats and kittens, and the next thing you know, there's a whole episode about this. Oh, who was the who was the guy who was the guy who can confess to the murder while he was mic'd in the bathroom? What Robert that, Robert that was, Durst? Uh, Robert Durst, yeah. yeah. Was it Robert Durst? Yeah, I mean it's the same killed yeah. all. <laughs> I love Jim's impressions. <laughs> he, he was the guy who like killed three of his wives and he was doing this documentary where he's just so arrogant. And then he's in the bathroom giving himself a pep talk going, what did you do? You killed them all. That's what you did. <laughs> he was Mike. Fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, they end the documentary with it. It's so crazy. I know. If you're a documentarian, though, that's the kind of subject you want. What's the name of that one? Which is that? Making, you know, I no, I don't know. It's not making a murderer. Making I always a murderer get confused. Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey. Yeah. So this was, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what this was called, but this was Robert yeah. Durst. Um, and, you know, he's a, he was a really wealthy guy. And it was, it was, you know, it was a couple of his girlfriends or like his wife and his, his some girlfriend of his. I, I don't know. He was not a very good guy, though. No. <laughs> not to say the least. <laughs> so wait, now how long, uh, Matt, did you do the American Ninja Warrior? Is Still doing it. And that's it's what still Stephanie going on. Graf does, right? Who's am I saying Jennifer Graf? I'm fucking up a name. Am I way off? Who's the girl that Jesse Graf? Yes. Jesse Graf. Oh, yeah. Is this what you do, Jim Norton, with Matt Sarah? You just try to interpret this this pugilist's words, <laughs> word salad. No, well, yeah, Jesse Graf does. Paragraph. <laughs> I got it though. It was effective. Yeah. yeah so we're the Graf. We were supposed to start uh, filming season twelve, March thirteenth, and then obviously everything just got. You know, as did everyone. We but we were ready to go. The course was all set up out here in Los Angeles, and then we're just we're just in the waiting. We're in the holding period. And you know what what we're doing with production is figuring out. All right, once this gets lift lifted, what do we do? How do we how do we do an entire season? Because usually we travel around the country. So now they're kicking around. Do we do it in one city, then go to Vegas? Or likely, we'll just go to Vegas, shoot an entire season, and probably. A month. We'll just do stay there for a month, and which you know, not a bad place to get out of quarantine. But who knows when that's going to be? Yeah, because Vegas is shut down too. I mean, it, totally. Even when the casinos are closed, there's a real problem. Like I yeah. know the casinos are closed for anything. And the big question is, you know, we saw it with Dana White, and, and people want to get back to it. But who's going to be the first to do an event with the public coming out? Who's going to take that risk to lead the way? I think the NFL could do it. Because they're kind of the 800-pound gorilla, and everyone will, will move heaven and earth for them. But who's going to be the first event when this is all done? And you know, 60,000 people together. It, it could. Who knows? Who knows if it happens or if it's going to be crowd-free for a while? Yeah, they won't even open things. I, I think the stadiums will be the last things to get opened. Anything that has like five, ten, twenty thousand people will be the last yeah. thing to open up. Um, How many clubs when I'm performing? <laughs> Are you doing, by the way, you have a nice setup there. Like, that's a really professional-looking mic. Yeah. And was that new or have you had that? No, they, I do this for voiceover. I don't get much voiceover work, but uh, just had this set up, and it's been – so now I'm, you know, kicking up – I've got a back room. I'm trying to set up something where I can do more remote broadcasting because I think – I do a show with A&E where we follow first responders and it's the same thing where we shot out of New York. So I'd, I'd fly to New York. That's not going to happen. And so figuring out, you know, everything I think is going to start off remotely. So there's just gonna be a lot of broadcasting. I mean, this is it. This is the future. This is 
TV and every entertainment for the foreseeable future. Now, Maddie, I'm sorry, yeah. Jimmy. Okay. I don't. I hope you don't mind me calling you Maddie. I took that liberty, dude. Please, anything. Okay, I'm. I'm just. I'm just you saying, can call me whatever you want, Sarah. Listen. Uh, <laughs> no, my question is, uh, you know, Jimmy knows you from the comedy circuit yeah. and whatnot. For the people that don't know you, you are a. This is unusual because you're a comedian, but you're also a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, Ken Jeffries the only so I went to med school. I, you know, I thought that was going to be my path. My my it turns out but my heart wasn't in it and I was lucky enough to kind of be able to take a pause and and reevaluate. I was I was in residency. I, I did medical school in New York. I was I was doing my training and it's just and and right now is the prime example where you see medicine's not a job, man. It's a it's a calling. You're out there people's lives in your hands and now risking your own life and I was you know, going to the hospital, just thinking I, I wanted to play. I was thinking about playing Nintendo 64 or going skiing, hanging out with my friends. And so I thought this, this is not good for me or my patients. So I took a break. I'd done stand up a few times. I, I thought, Hey, I'm going to go out to LA, clear my mind. I, I thought I would just need to grow up. And instead I got out to LA, started, started doing com uh, open mics and fell in love with that. And then I got into commercials early on. So I was making enough money that I didn't have to go back and just, one thing led to another, and I'm I'm so glad. And especially especially right now, I hate to say this, I'm glad I'm not in the hospital. Yeah, uh, in front of it, I I have a lot of my friends are. Uh, you know, I had a buddy who's a surgeon who decided to go into the ER to help people <laughs> contracted COVID. He's okay, but it's this thing of you really are placing your life at risk doing doing this job now. What are the two drugs? There's uh, hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. And there's one more? Yeah, that's the malarial one. Then they're talking about azithromycin. So, you know, I, I, listen, I, far far be it for me to pass judgment on this. And I think it's, it's clear. Both, the good thing is both of those are long, long. You, we have a long history of people taking these medications. So it's not that we're bringing something new out where we don't know the side effects, but we're not sure how effective they are. And, and we still don't know the exact mechanism, um, you know, of, of, of some of the lung damage and what's going on. So, you know, whether these drugs are, are actually impacting it or whether there was something else going on, we don't know. Um, but it's, you know, this is what we're all figuring out. It's, it's an interesting time in that never, uh, it's certainly in my lifetime, has the entire world been focused on one problem? Right. And and seeing everything from technology, private industry, government, everyone is focused on figuring out how we combat this. So, you know, we're seeing some innovations, but it's just, it takes time. Hey, Matt, we'll get back to this crisis in a second. All right. But you're a fucking, com <laughs> you're a fucking comedian. Listen, I got it. This is, this is very, because you know why it's unusual, the whole comedian and the, and the, and the doctor thing. Your parents, are they alive? They are. Okay. They are. Thank God. That would have been <laughs> awkward. But now, your, your parents, you're a doctor. You're doing your, your thing. You see, you got your thing going set up and, and whatnot. And all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I'd rather do the Nintendo 64. I'm going to L.A. <laughs> do they want to disown you? What do they say? So my dad's a doctor, and he was a professor at the University of Colorado where I was training. So we were we were working together. He saw me. And, I, and, and that honestly, that was – Probably the hardest part for me was telling him yeah. because he's my hero. And, and you know, I, I knew how proud he was that I followed his footsteps. And then to think, you know, he's like, my son, the doctor. I'm like, hold, hold on, dad. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about that. And so, you know, it took me like, – I kind of made the decision in my head. It took me a month and a half, though, to sit down and tell my parents. And I was – you know, I, and and thank God the first words out of my dad's mouth were, look, life is short. We want you to do what makes you happy. 
and they've supported me. And, you know, because honestly, if he'd said, no, no, you're you're not leaving medicine. I don't know that I would have the stones to just walk away and like threaten right. my parents owning me. So, I, you know, it, it was like. And that's the wrong job to be in if you're if you're losing interest. A hundred percent. You know, like you, uh, you know, she died. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last place you want to be, fucking cavalier. Uh, so you made the right. My dad, you know, because he, I was a chip off the old block. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Sorry. And and you know, but I I think I I I don't know how how because I, I can't imagine if I had a kid and he did that that I would be as cool as my dad was. So, um, you know, I'm. You're a single guy, though. You're a single. Single, guy? yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it's dating dating in in the times of coronavirus is fantastic. Yeah, it's, watch uh, out, man, for that corona pussy. I got it all the time. Gotta watch out for that shit. And the girls, the corona cop, they got. It's a weird time to be single. It's, Me, popping blue. Chew, it's actually more dangerous to suck night. somebody's fingers than their dick. To, that, that's the beauty of it. Is your hands are now the problem. The dicks, no one cares about anymore. Look at that. You've the been fingers. safe all along. Yeah, it's 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 uh, I, I don't know. It, it's the same thing where I feel like, you know, I'm on a dating app, but, you know, what are you going to do? You have chemistry with someone. You're like, OK, I'll, I'll see you in six months. I know what you're going to do. You're going to put pictures of you behind that desk at American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't, this, this is I wish I wish reality TV doesn't move the needle. I'm not I, you don't have photos of me walking into the octagon. Uh, so there, there's nothing. People are like, oh, yeah, you host a ninja show. Can you can you introduce us to the ninjas? They seem very fit. Man, I'm, I'm, go ahead, Jimmy, Jimmy. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, I guess so. You know, we, we always look at like because Matt's a TV, uh, he's an iconic guy on TV and, and women really do love him. He's underselling himself. Women <laughs> love Matt Eisen. They love his because he's a he, he's like he's a, he's like an everyman, but he makes you feel safe. But he's really smart and he's funny. Believe me, the fucking panties are being thrown at him. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I'm going to put that endorsement on my dating profile, Jim. <laughs> That's got to be fantastic. Uh, yeah. You know, at, part, at a certain point, you go, what's the common denominator in the failed relationships? It's me. You know, that's, that's there's a reason I'm saying. Yeah. Do you have a pet? Do you have a pet? No, I, you know, I, I got, I, 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 here's the, I, like, I love my job. I love doing what I'm doing. And, 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 and the crazy thing with this, I'd been, because I was doing the, the show for A&E where I was flying to New York every week. You know, flying on Sunday, fly back on Tuesday. I was doing corporate events. I was touring with – we were doing events with Arnold Schwarzenegger from – I'd met him through Apprentice. We were doing stuff. Uh-huh. And now I'm doing nothing. You know, I'm, I'm – uh, uh, there's – I've got no work. We I, I have a podcast game show that comes out um, April 4th – or I don't know when this – I think it'll – it'll have already come out. And oh. so – Factorious, it's uh, April fourteenth. That's 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 it. And so you know, we but we recorded that back in October. So I'm promoting that, but I've got nothing. You know, nothing on the foreseeable horizon because everything is held from Ninja and Live Rescue, and you know, had a had another series that was potentially going to go, but we're, we're just waiting. How many uh, episodes did you do? We did fifty. It, it was it was we did it in eight days. We did fifty episodes. Wow. Uh, in eight days. So you. It, it's it's going to be every week coming out, and you know it was. I, I love I love I'm competitive. I love game shows, and it was it was it was a blast to do because it was you know it, we did it as a podcast because you know wait wait don't tell me the the NPR show has been pretty big but there really aren't many podcast game shows out there. But if you you know if you have Jeopardy on you don't need to see it you could just listen for the for the most part. So the people who created it um, c- came up with a format where we could just play you know. We, 
just have it have an audio, even though it was set up to be actually a TV show. How does what's it work? The, I was yeah. gonna say, what's the premise? So, yeah. well, so you get you get a clue. So I give you a clue, and and that's the the initials of the answer. So one of the like, uh, okay. Give us a oh, give oh, here, what, I'll, what? I'll give you one. Okay. So the way the way it would work, we'd have three people. So if you guys think you know the answer, just say your name. That's the way you buzz in. You get one guess. If you get it wrong, you're out for the question. So I'm going to give you the initials of the answer. Then I'll start reading you facts about the answer. When you think you know it, you say your name, you buzz in, and then you get a chance. If you get it wrong, then your opponent uh, gets the rest of the facts, and they have an easy time getting it right. Okay. So okay, it, it are you ready? Video games or cartoons or sports. <laughs> All right. Well, expand your minds here, gentlemen. It could be anything. It could be a person, place, a thing, anything. Ready? Okay. So, okay. Your clue is B B. So the answer will start with the letters B B. In 1987, at the age of 30, B B met his equally as famous sibling for the first time. Ah, Bruce Buffer. Well, oh, Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Well, Jim first Norton. of all, I want to disqualify Jimmy because he didn't say Jimmy. He just said Bruce Buffer. Your name's not Bruce Buffer. <laughs> disqualify. Give us another one. All right. Okay. Here's a, that's the first rule. You're right. You're right. Jimmy's got a quick mind. All right. Here's your next clue. Start with the letter G. G. So one of G's creators came from a family of spiritualists, including his great-grandfather, a psychic investigator, and his grandfather, who made a radio to contact the spirit world at the Bell Telephone Company. Boy, they didn't think of Jim when they wrote this question. Okay, the white fluff used in the making of G was actually over 100 pounds of shaving cream. And I wonder who they called to get all that cream. The scientists in G were fired from my alma mater for med school, Columbia University, but they then went on to start a business investigating the paranormal. The movie starred Bill Matt, Murray. Matt, 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 Matt. Ghostbusters. You're going to call Matt Sarah. Evens it up at one of Oh, oh I understand. Wait, 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 it's a movie, okay. It it's a movie. So you see, it, it can this be, it, okay, here's another one. Okay. It's one to one. So the clue is clue is again the letter G. Ooh. Or G. Okay. Okay, here you go. Okay. G's were the sex symbols of their time. In fact, entrepreneurs would bottle their sweat and sell it in tiny bottles, marketing it as a powerful aphrodisiac. I don't think it's still available, Jim, so don't look for oh, it. Oh shit. The first G's performed their art at funerals where bloodshed was considered a good omen. Uh, Sorry, gladiators. Gladiator is right. Two oh, to I'm one. A G, I'm a G. I'm I would a never G. have got that. I thought maybe gypsies. I was I'm totally a wrong. G at this game. When is this podcast? I'm listening to it. Sarah, I'm, the amazing thing is every time you answer, I think you have an orgasm. That's incredible. I'm G at this game. I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, you get the sense of the game. We do a bonus round. It's fun because you can play along. And, the, you know, as you see, you start getting hooked on the clues. I, I I had a blast doing it, so we're hoping to do one listen. more. Do you have one more? That was fun. Right. Well, that's good enough. That was good. Let's end okay. with me on top. Here I'm really kidding, Jimmy. Let's go again. We'll do one. We'll do one, except Jimmy cheated. Here's, Let's go. You got to yell your name. Wait, wait, wait. We got to know the rules. You got to say Jimmy. 
You, you can't Jim. with him either, Jim. Jim. You out. Well, okay. you know, the difference is we're doing this face to face. This is probably an audio only where people aren't looking. So you have to say your name because then it's just people yelling audio wise. With us, we know who's answering. That's true. Now, well, now I think we're splitting hands. All right. I'll, I'll I'm, just, I'm playing by the rules that Matt or guest right. laid out. You're correct. Hold on, Matt. Don't look away for a second. Jimmy, I'm sorry. Jimmy. I don't like to argue with my I'm angry. It's Jimmy. okay. Jimmy, I love you, man. I'm I love you too. It's okay. I got to say, I think this I is the healthiest relationship I've ever seen Jim Norton in. Oh, Jimmy, knows. Jimmy, Jimmy knows. I will never try to alpha my Jimmy bird. But let's well, go, Matt. Let's all right. go. Oh, well, we saw what happened when um, Jesse Ventura tried to alpha him. Okay. <laughs> Riff raff hair. So PC okay. is, your, is your hint. PC. Now, if you want to use the PC, you have to pay a toll, which can run over half a million dollars in some cases. The lowest toll was 36 cents. Paid by American adventurer Richard Halliburton, who was swimming. On average, Panama Canal, Jim, 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 Jim Panama Canal. Norton evens it up. One <laughs> I think, I think that, I think that your comedian friend is going for the more intellectual um, questions. All right, I'm, I'm, the, go back to pop culture, please, Maddie. All right, here it is. Do you know what a Camorra is? <laughs> I was going to ask you some questions, Maddie. I'm having two fun. It is a dead heat. This question okay. will determine okay. the champion. And your clue okay. is C.K. 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 was born in Riverside, Iowa. C.K. had an older brother named Sam who passed away while C.K. was in the service. C.K. never married, but has a son named David, or so the story goes. Michael Myers, the murderous villain in each of John Carpenter's Halloween movies, wears a rubber mask originally created as CK's death mask. I know it, Jim Norton, Captain Kirk. This is for the wink and the sense of drama, Captain Kirk! Jimmy Wait, Norton. what? Captain, it was Captain, Captain Kirk. By Captain the way, Kirk you know who's going to be impressed is your boy, Mr. C. You got, you got a pop culture Star Trek question, Jim Norton. Yes, I did. But I, I read that recently that the Michael Myers mask was actually a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask that they died. They did something to like make it look a little bit different, but that was actually a Captain Kirk mask. If yeah. I didn't hear that fact recently, I never would have known that. That's a well, fun fact. Yes, yeah, right. a fun fact. Then And then there's like a bonus round where you try to do three answers in 60 seconds, and that's where you what? win the money. That's actually a really fun game. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I, I, uh, you came up have- with that? No, no, no. So the people who created it did, if you've heard the show Chopped on uh, the, yes. the Food Channel, one of the biggest, they've, they've done tons of TV, Cleve Keller and Dave Knoll. And it was, you know, I, I, good good game shows are simple. And this is a simple formula. You know, the twist is you get the hint, the, the clue, and then we give you the facts. And uh, But it's it's fun because you think you know, but you can't keep guessing. You get one guess. and it's, it How do you people. get contestants? So uh, we, we did it in New York. We just put out an open casting call. And, uh, you know, in New York, there are a lot of people who don't have anything to do who want to play games. Right. So we get people out. We're, we, you know, and it's it, this is supposed to become uh, potentially a TV show as well. But that's that's on hold uh, my, because my, can film. Right. my thing is this, Maddie, is for somebody to go and leave uh, being a doctor to L.A. to try to be a comedian, are you being honest here? Your father didn't call you a fucking loser or anything? Because it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Back. The chances of somebody making it is very difficult. Yeah. 
So, and did you ever like try before you did that? You made that move. I mean, I'm trying to look. I'm trying. I'm a level-headed guy. I'm trying to think like your parents. Did they, did they know you were funny? Did you ever try to do something at fucking yuck yucks or something? Yeah, my, my college at your bags. <laughs> my college friends told me I'm like the seventeenth funniest one they know. Uh, no, I, I I think. You know, I, I, I guess it's the same when you think you're going to be a UFC fighter, right? Or, or do radio and, and become a comedian like Jimmy Norton, where you think at a certain point, you, I guess, you, you, you know, you, you bet on yourself. And, and this idea of, hey, listen, I'm, I, I don't know if I'll be, you know, um, uh, Jim Carrey or, or Drew Carey or, 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 or Bill Burr or Jim or any of it. But you think, I think I'll work hard enough that I'll figure out a way to make a living at this. And, and I think the difference was in medicine, um, I knew I could do it. I knew like I, I was good at science, but with, with comedy, with entertainment, I just found something I, I, I love doing. I love, I love hosting Ninja. I love hosting game show. I love, I love performing. I love doing comedy. And, and for me, it's like anytime I get an audience and that's, I, you know, that's been one of the hardest things of this is that we don't have, we don't have a crowd. Like, you know, you, you it's, it's tough, you know, stand up without, without an audience yeah. is death. But you also know, though, that if you have a medical degree, you know that you if you if you, his parents know that if this doesn't work out and he goes on this two year left turn, he can always come back. He has, uh, you know, you do have a medical degree. So it's almost like once you, a lot of lawyers become comedians too. like Greg Giraldo. Yeah. Uh, was a, I think a Harvard he graduated Harvard Law School. There's a lot of lawyers that become comics. You always have that to go back if you want. And but the thing I see is I think comedians uh, are are some of the smartest people I know, and not all of them are educated. But you just see the minds uh, uh, how comedians work. They have to be quick, and so I don't think it's a coincidence when you see you know Geraldo or or Ken Jong or some of these people out oh, there. Right, yeah. Who, who who are educated, but you're smart because I think you know to be a comedian, you have to be a wordsmith. You have to craft it, and you have to have a mind that's so facile. And like you know, we're seeing seeing Jimmy riff. He's got a machine gun mind. It just it it doesn't stop. Thank you. Now, was there any struggle, or you just went out there and you're like, ah, oh, I yeah, stepped in shit, and I'm making yeah, it? Yeah, there's always there's always a struggle. I, I got lucky in that I got into commercials early, so financially, oh, I was you. doing okay. But but commercials. What was your first one? What was your first one? Uh, uh, it was a Pontiac 6000 commercial where I was like a secret service guy. And I didn't even have a line. I didn't say a word, but I was, you know, a featured player in the commercial. And, you know, I, I think it ended up being like 70 grand in, in, in a few months. And then I got three or four more commercials in the span of a few months. So, you know, wow. I was making over six figures as, as a resident in, in medicine, medical, in, in training with your MD, I was making 32,000. So, and, and working, you know, 80, 90, a hundred hours a week and worrying life or death decisions are being made. So when I'm out here and I get to go do a commercial or, you know, go to an open mic, I just thought if it, it felt like I was shot out of a cannon because I, I loved what I was doing. And then it was, I didn't have a beeper. I wasn't getting called in the middle of the night. If I, if I screwed up, nobody died. I didn't wake up with this, you know, impending right. sense of doom. It was just, you know, you, you, you. You sometimes ate your ate ass on stage, but you're like, yeah, I'll get it next time. Hey, yeah, I mean, the worst thing that happens is like, see, I look at it like just the opposite. Like if you lose a patient, all right, there's one room full of sad people. But if I bomb, that's 700 <laughs> people whose night I've ruined. So 700? I, Jimmy's packing them in. I should say, let me stand corrected. It, 700, that's a full weekend. That's four <laughs> shows at about, uh, what, uh, 125 each, 140 each. Um 
Yeah, I guess there's a huge risk with medicine and there's like because comedy is such a risk bombing. Everybody's scared of it. But but when you look at coming from medicine where the risk is somebody dies, this is almost a a much lighter risk. It it totally I think that was that was like a healthy perspective that I had coming into entertainment was, you know, we treat it. We, We do. We treat entertainment obviously like it's life or death. Right. You're 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 making a commercial about hot dogs and people feel like, you know, we're against the clock and people are screaming, but this isn't life or death. And and that idea of coming into this and, and also having having a, gotten my MD, it felt like, all right, I've, I've done something because, you know, entertainment's a business of no. You get told no thousands yeah. of times. Sure. You, you got to have some, I, I think, sense of. All right, I'm that's not going to crush me. And I, and I was luckier, you know, I was I was late 20, so I'd I'd done something like I think it's, you know, for people who start 18, 19 who don't have a lot of success, that that's the determination. You know, for those people where they they haven't really achieved much to keep going and have that unshakable faith. I had the advantage of going, "All right, at least I've, I you know, I feel like I've I've accomplished something so I can do this." Uh, that that kind of positive mindset that that uh, this business challenges well matt we uh you know i love we have to we have to go we have uh, we have justin people gaethje are, is on people hold are telling me i gotta people are telling me i gotta no, <laughs> no hey, boys justin i can't thank gaethje you enough waiting in the wings uh but you know i i you know i'm a fan and i, and I love what you're doing and that game Thanks. show was awesome like Good. when when can people hear that and where every tuesday if you go wherever you get your podcast go to apple subscribe factorious so F-A-C-T-O-R-I-O-U-S, Factorious. I appreciate everyone checking it out. Um, and Matt, Jim, I, I thank you guys, man. I'm a fan Thanks, of both man. of you. So Matt, it's and nice to meet you. Awesome, man. You're, nice you're to meet you, buddy. Thanks. And uh, congrats, good luck with the show. It's, a, it's honestly a great idea. And uh, I'll definitely talk to you again soon, all right? Thanks, boys. Have a good right. one. Take care, Matt. All right, Matt. Take care. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from the official electric razor of UFC, Manscaped. You ever have an awkward moment where you had to spar against someone who had a full bush coming out of their shorts? Matt, this is more your territory. I've never had that. Have you? I know I'm getting a little, like, wild up up top with my my beard, but it's a party down below because of Manscaped. I want to thank Manscaped, and my wife wants to thank Manscaped. Well, Manscaped partners with top-tier UFC athletes like Max Holloway, Francis Ngannou, Brian Ortega, and these are fighters that know hygiene is a priority within MMA. It's a very, very important thing, especially if if you're doing north-south. I mean, you don't want to be uh, sparring with someone who hasn't Manscaped. It's awful. And isn't it nice after a girl, like say, you know, you, you push back your car seat and the girl's taking care of it. Is it nice afterwards that she's not going, 
trying to get a hair out of there. <laughs> That's the worst sound ever. Being nice and trim. Uh, women appreciate that. Not nicking your balls. Uh, UFC fanatics, listen up. Don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. And listen, I've been with my wife a long time. When you like to keep it fresh, sometimes you got to change the design. You sometimes do. I like to do a little arrow point to goodness. I'm not telling you what I'm doing down there. That's for me and my, my better half. But I'm telling you, I'm not doing it without Manscaped. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes with the new uh, Perfect Package 3.0, which makes you step up your grooming game. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut, free, smelling nice down there. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. Have you ever smelled your balls after a long training session? I mean, I, I do 30 minutes of kickboxing and they smell like French onion soup. I can imagine what it's like after two hours of rolling around on the mat. That's why I'm grateful for their crop preserver and crop reviver these products keep balls from sweating smelling and sticking and these products smell nice perfect package will also come with a pair of manscaped boxer briefs not only comfy but anti-chafing get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code ufc20 manscaped that's m-a-n-s-c-a-p-e-d.com give the perfect gift for your balls and your sparring partner get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code ufc20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code UFC20. Thank you, Manscaped, for supporting mixed martial arts worldwide. And thank you for keeping everybody's balls fresh. What's up, Matt? Man, thanks for coming on with us, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Now I'm talking to you guys. It's got to be a, a roller coaster of a few weeks for you, no? That is a great, great <laughs> I actually. Yeah, I always describe this whole ride or this whole career as a roller coaster. I tell all my uh, friends and family, you know, be careful jumping on because you don't know how this ends. You, know, you never know how this one ends. Uh, but uh, yeah, it really was. It was. It was great. It was. I loved it. You know, I got that feeling. Um, you know, I didn't get to. I'm not going to get to fight. But yeah, it was a crazy, crazy. You know, just my uh, when I get to turn it on, it's crazy. I really got to understand or notice how fast I can turn it on. Um, and really, you know, I was really, really apprehensive to to be confident. And then, like four or five days after um, I signed that contract, you know, I was like, I was all in. You know, it was game time. How did you find out that they were thinking of it? Like, you know, there was word: is Habib going to be able to get out? When did you first get word that hey, this is being bounced around? Um, so t- it was a Thursday. Thursday, uh, not this last two Thursdays ago. Um, you know, they called me at, it was like 11 PM asked me and I told him to call my coach and, uh, coach was like, you know, we don't take, we don't take late notice fights. And I was like, you know, you're right. So, uh, you know, we said, I said, no, I was like, you know, went to, went to bed, slept, you know, I told my coach I'd sleep on it and then we went to sparring and I've been sparring for, you know, three, four months. I've been, I was, I had a couple of guys fight in Vegas. I was their main training partners and I've been going like seven, eight rounds, you know, two, two times a week. You know, for like three, four months, you know, just uh, getting people ready and really just staying in shape. That's how I, uh, you know, and I really, really enjoy it. When, yeah, when you were talking about um, uh, a great description the other day, just before, uh, I like when you said, I am, what, what, let me, I don't want to misquote you. I'm fucking terrified and I love it. I love that. As a fighter, I know exactly what you're talking about. Could you explain that feeling to people <clears throat> that, that don't know what that means? Yeah, man, it was, um, yeah, I couldn't, you know, I was having, I, I, I haven't had this feeling a lot of times in my life. Um, 
Is it because no. of Tony Ferguson? I'm sorry. Is it because <laughs> of their opponent? It's that's. I think that was a big part of it, but really, it's. You know, I've really bought into the fact that preparation is everything, and and if I, and if I'm prepared, then it does not matter what happens. You know, winning, losing, like it literally is not even a factor. But that that wasn't a possibility, so I was scared of that. Um, that was that was scared of my lack. You know, and I was also you know a little bit upset. I could have been training a little bit harder. Um, but I, you know, and but like I said, after four or five days, I was I was all in. I was like, you're. You know, telling yourself what you got to tell you I'm a bad motherfucker you know like it's, it's game time fight's a fight um, and yeah man I was uh, I was all in I was happy you got this because I, I think you're in a tough position because the reality is nobody wants to fight you I'm gonna nobody quit. wants to fight you um, so I think that the only way for you to get to a championship fight is going to be that there's just simply nobody else to put in front of you. Cause I think other fighters don't want anything to do with having to fight you. So this was a fight out of necessity. And I do think you'll get the first shot. I'm hoping at least that if Habib can't fight until September, I'm still hoping you and Ferguson can happen because I think you definitely deserve it. I mean, that's definitely a fight that everybody, you know, as a fan, that's a, it's just a crazy fight, you know, with me and Ferguson. Um, so I think, I want it to happen, but you know, yeah, I am. In a, it's a great spot, you know. No matter what, I'm gonna fight again, and I'm gonna be huge, you know, right now. And that's a great spot to be in as an athlete, um, as someone that's been working towards something. Um, I think anybody, any of us will fight anybody. Any of us will fight any. Anybody will fight me for a lot for enough money, you know. I don't think that's a factor. Uh, but the best, yeah, like I said, it's a, just a great spot. It's a roller coaster of emotions, and uh, I, everybody was so nervous. When this 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 came up, and I told him, I was like, "Well, use this to prepare for the next time because you know you're gonna have this feeling again. It's gonna be worse. Um, so get ready. You know, it's coming." Let, let me. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I don't know if you're gonna ask something, but let me ask you something, Justin. Because I'm thinking styles and fights. Who, style-wise, would be? Because Tony Ferguson is, you know, they're both beasts. Tony and obviously Habib is on the feet and whatnot. For yourself, for your style. Who do you feel you match up better with? I think, um, like I think me and Tony go. I think when me and Tony go at it, I really, I truly think, like uh, one of us gets finished ten out, you know, ten out of ten times before three rounds. And I think it's like five, five, six, four. Like I really, I am on it. Like, but I think it's just like the most amazing fight that that you know, like uh, reminiscence of Bond and uh, Griffin. Like literally some. You know, it's going to be a little bit ugly, a little bit ugly, but, you know, we both got, he's a, he's funky, man. He's got a really, I, I know you smart guys, they're just weird. And, you know, it's like I should beat their ass, but they're just weird. You know, weird timing, weird angles, weird, yeah. weird adjustments, wrong adjustments when they're not supposed to. Uh, so I think Tony just brings that factor. And I think uh, his cardio is huge. Um, so with the proper training, um, that fight is like on paper, you know, an amazing fight. Me and Connor, um, you know, that's with me. Someone's going, you know, ten out of ten. I guess what you could say with anybody, which is a which is weird. But uh, someone's going to sleep. Yeah. I think, um, or or yeah, I think Tony has a better chance of put putting me in a dars, catch me in a heel hook, and put me to sleep. Yeah. But um, I think he's he's so dangerous in round, you know, late two, round three, round four, five. You know, he's like extremely dangerous because those. Though you know, you know, as a jujitsu practitioner, you know those chokes never go away, um, yeah. those scrambles never go away. So, um, and 
when you when it's comfortable or when you have the ability to go to your back and be comfortable there, like that's a huge thing. Um, that that's that's a huge. You know, that's something I don't possess. Something I'll never possess. But that's something that uh, Tony does, and that's that's a big factor um, when it comes to you know for round four, round five, and grueling grueling fights, which he he tends to be in. And no, uh, Habib, Habib, though, is such a pound and pounder, and he's such a beast in the bears. He's shown power in his hands. He laid down Connor with that right hand. Yeah. But if he could not hold, get you down and keep you down, shit, man. I mean, that makes it so fascinating. When I think about you and Habib fighting, that's, that's, I'm like, what, that's the first thing I thought about, Jimmy. When I heard about Justin and Tony, I'm like, Man, Tony gets Justin takes out Tony, gets past Tony. I was just already like, yo, Justin Gaethje versus Habib would be fucking amazing. Like, I'm already looking at that fucking thing. Like, could he keep him down? Like, nobody else is able to keep down Justin. You know, Justin is known for his wars, but who last time somebody took him down, took him down and grounded and pounded him, took him yeah. down and submitted him? Nobody. So. No. It's and uh, and I hit so hard, you know. I those those calf kicks, you know. If I if I land, you know, six calf kicks, eight calf kicks in the first two rounds, like that's a huge factor. And if I have the ability to not get, you know, not get finished, keep moving and do, you know, get into scrambles and get up, you know, through round one and two, I yeah, it's it's a great fight. It's all preparation though. With yeah. the right preparation, you know, it's crazy. Um. Yeah, but that's like a weird, a weird set of skills. I got super dense bones, so man, I'm so I'm so excited. Yeah. Just, just how did you find out the fight wasn't gonna happen? Like again, Dana did everything he could, but how did you find out? Like, look, we did what we could, and we have to, we have to call it. I was, uh, I, I was putting, I got a little sauna, and I was putting it together downstairs to, to get ready to cut some weight and make it, you know, add that factor. And um, I walked upstairs, and one of my buddies told me, or Oh, my dad called me. He's like, he's like, what happened? I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the fight's off. I was like, no. And I was like, let me call you back. And then Trevor called me, and I was like, what's up? He's like, I was like, let me call my, let me call my manager. And I called him, and he's like, it's off. I was like, shit. How frustrating is it that everything is put on hold? When you are really like your last three fights, Donald Cerrone, Edson Barboza, James Vick, all vicious, all finishes, top notch guys, and now everything's put on hold. Is it frustrating? You know, it is, but I, it's not something that we're dealing with. It's something that that I'm dealing with. It's something that every single, you know, across the world is yes. being affected by this. So, you know, I really think that, you know, like a. Uh, you can only do what you what you can do. You know that's uh, your immediate circle. Help your you know be a positive influence, family, friends, you know community. Right now, that's all we can do right now. So um, I'm gonna stay ready. Um, and again, I'm gonna fight again. It's gonna be big, and I'm excited for it. Did something? You you have an amazing thing where you had I think it was 15 and 0, and then you dropped two straight, and now you've won three straight first round uh, finishes. What happened after that second loss? Was there something that you needed to adjust? or Because it's amazing. Like Nganu has done that. He drops two in the later rounds, uh, obviously both decisions, and all of a sudden three first-round knockouts. Did anything click for you or change? Yeah, I, I mean, I think so, but I think time will tell there. Um, there's a lot of factors, a little bit of luck, you know, a lot of skill, and a fight. You know, fight's a fight. Um, that's, that's what we do. Um, 
as fighters, you know that you're only you're only remembered by your last fight. Um, so yeah, being on three right now is feels great. Um, coming off those two, that was a that was a great feeling too. You know, I had I had a lot to prove to myself, and I remember I'll, I'll always remember what that felt like. Um, I was eighteen and zero. Um, you know, I hadn't lost so you know, oh, it's not broken. And then yeah, those were those were two very similar fights. I lost those for two very similar reasons. Um, so yeah, um, I just in my mind it was like let's just not get hit. If they don't hit me hard, they can't finish me, and uh, you know I can always finish them through the whole fight. I have enough power to do that. So conserve energy, don't get hit was my only really you know mentally. I think my coach, I think I really let my coach come and. Uh, take the reins more. I think he really wanted to, but I really, like I said, you can't fix what's not broken. So when I was 18 and 0, you know, like as a coach, I think you really have, it's probably a really big challenge to try and change something, you know, um, or make a big change. I think that would be a huge factor. So I think it was, uh, that was another factor. I left, I was able to really open up and I was always listening, but uh, really, really understand. I really started to understand what he was doing. And you took talk about taking those losses like a champ. I think your outlook directly affects how you fight. Like because you're so willing to lead, like to if like I, I like you saying about Tony, whether you knock him out or you get strangled in the later rounds, you're fine with any one of those scenarios. A lot of people might say that, but I feel you truly believe it as long as you leave it all out there. And it's a very it's a very freeing feeling. I mean, it allows you just. To, to let your, uh, you know, just the fire. It is. It really um, takes a lot of pressure, a lot, of, a lot of pressure. You know, like so. I, it's not not only are those like that's like literally the only scenario that can happen in that fight. You know, or we go five grueling rounds and then you know that that, that would suck. You know, I don't want to do that. Um, someone's got. You know, that's what's gonna happen. So yeah, like if I'm gonna sit here and lie to myself, then yeah, it's gonna be very tough on fight night to make that walk. <laughs> look myself in the mirror to not lie to myself. But, uh, you know, I, I try to take control of all those those small factors that I can control. But it really makes it so much easier. And wrestling my whole life, you know, it really, really um, helped, me, helped me do that, you know, because you lose things that you should have never lost. You win things you should have never won. And those yeah. feelings are the same. Uh, they're just a little bit, uh, you know, whatever, a little bigger now. There's a lot more on, on the line. But at that age, you know, it was just as big. It was your whole yeah. life. Wins, losses, adversity. You, you credit yeah. that to wrestling. Everything, yeah, everything. My mindset is definitely is definitely there. And then I, I, mean, I guess I'm more attributed to the way I was brought up with my parents and my dad. But um, yeah, it's dude, it's uh, it's a it's a very relieving feeling when you could take the pressure of you know, again, my family's gonna love me. They're still gonna support me as long as I don't disappoint them and I don't disappoint myself. And I represent them in a in a positive manner, and I go hard in the paint. Then yeah. what, what 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 can you be mad at me about? You know what what, what can I hate myself for? Were you at all close to? I, I thought you and Connor would have been such an interesting matchup. What, was that ever really talked about seriously, or was it just kind of a fan hopeful, or was there any was it ever kind of close to maybe happening? You know, I I guess I can't really I don't know because I found out I wasn't fighting on the internet. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe. I think it's a, I think it's a very big possibility now. I think I think it's what should happen. I hope, you know. I think I want to see Khabib and Tony. I'm not gonna lie, you know. I want to see that fight. Yeah. But, um, and uh, so yeah, I think me and me and Connor fight, and we fight the winner of that fight. But we'll see what happens. 
I I'm, ready, I'm, ready to go, I'm ready to go June or July. You know, I was willing to step in on short notice, but now now I need my I need my eight weeks, you know. Sure. What do you think of the Fetter Island thing? That's yeah. Sign me up. I'm here for June or July for sure. I mean, me... it, again, you know, it's gonna be brought to, who knows? It's crazy, you know, every day is different right now with what's going on. And I really think that should be taken into perspective when we talk about that. But uh, it will be a, a ray of hope, you know, a little bit of sunshine. I don't know, some I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it'll be something good for the people. All I can do is hope that it would help. Um, you know what? You know what's awesome? Is your, is your shirt. That's Godzilla vs. King Kong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Nice. That is great. Jimmy, come on, man. I watched that as a kid. Talk about a remake. Man. Talk about a fight I want to see. Right? <laughs> they got to make a remake of that shit. Hey, Justin. See, that's Casey vs. Ferguson right there. <laughs> Uh, hey, did you ever see uh, Skull Island? No, not Skull Island. What's the uh, Kong one? Kong. 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 Is it, but yeah. it's not Skull What the fuck am I talking? I'm making something. They're up. on Skull. Skull Island is the movie. So the movie's Kong, and they go to Skull Island. Oh, it's fucking awesome, though. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm sorry. It's, it just came to me. Like, no, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. The graphics are crazy. It is. Well, Justin, look, uh, obviously uh, we're disappointed for you. Uh, I was really happy to see you getting oh, a man, shot. Oh, excited for me. Tell me, I'm going to fight again. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being it. selfish. Though. I wanted to see this fight. It's the 18th, but I'll have to wait for it. I'll wait for it. But you're one of the most exciting guys in the UFC. You know that. Everybody loves uh, watching you. So good luck against uh, – hopefully you're next against Tony. Good luck. We'll hopefully talk to you right before that or right after it because that's a fight we would love to see. Everybody Thanks, Justin. Yes, sir, man. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you next time. All right. Stay healthy. Sure. Stay safe. Bye. Hey, man. Uh, Jimmy, I like – what a good talk. Yeah. You know, I, I like that we got to talk to your friend Matt. Yes. Nice me- guy. Fact, factorious. Jimmy, what is the rest of your day like, my friend? Um, I am probably going to uh, do a few push-ups and uh, eat my uh, low – carb keto dinner and be done eating before 7 30. that's the day it's that's weird it. this quarantine thing is weird it's, you know it's crazy i'm gonna try to hook up a little oral sex would be nice oh you gotta but what no Are just saying it's nice you're, you're, you're stretching what's that you're doing a lot of stretching yeah. well, they <laughs> were myself in a ball um uh, we're missing, yeah, thank you to, uh, to to Matt Eisman, who I love. And his game show really did sound interesting. That was actually fun. Man, I enjoyed it, Jimmy. I did. I like him. And I thought that's unusual. A doctor becoming a comedian. And I didn't believe that the family was right there. What a great family. They yeah. back him up right away. Sounds crazy. Very smart dude. He's a very yeah. good host. Um, he's just, when you talk to him, he's just a guy, he's just got that thing, whatever it is that makes somebody succeed, he has. And it's yeah. fun to talk to a guy like Gaethje, who, uh, he, he's just, he's comes out of the, you know, I guess he was 15 though when he got here and he was right. He was 18 though. And then I'm like, is this guy going to be as good as everybody says, you know, he's this un- undefeated fighter and he is just as good as you, as you wanted him to be. I mean, uh, what did Rogan call him? The most violent man in the most violent sport. Which I think really did. I think Justin's incorrect. I think other guys will avoid him if they can uh, because he's just a savage fighter. And I think that nobody wants to have to deal with him unless it's absolutely necessary. I mean, 
I was looking forward to his fight with Tony. Uh, I would really be intrigued to watch him versus Habib. If Habib could take him down and do what he does to everybody else, because Justin, again, man, he uses his wrestling just to keep it up. So that's at end when he does break away, he's still throwing bombs. His, his kicks are phenomenal. I mean, wow. I, I, I'm a big fan. I enjoy JG watching Connor. I've been saying it for a long time. That's the fight I want more than anything. I like, I'd rather see, honestly, I'd rather see him versus Habib. With Jim Connor, wow, okay. I'd rather see that, man, because Habib's going to have to do what he what he does to somebody that's it never been done to before. So that's very interesting to me. Nobody's taking that dude down and smashing him. No. Not yet. Who did? Ever. Nobody. That's very true. Uh, but you look at it like, because I, I wish I would have mentioned to him, uh, how much I love that Barboza fight where it was just calf kick, calf kick, calf. Like they were going back and forth with kicks. And at one point it looked like Edson hurt him. Um, and I meant to ask him if he was really hurt and I forgot. Um, but you, you, you look at a guy like Barboza who fought Khabib. And, and, and Barboza is a guy who's amazing with leg kicks and keeping guys away. And uh, you know he's no slouch on the ground, and but, he, but he's but he's no right. He doesn't. He's not been jiu-jitsu and stuff, and he's good. He got good takedown defense. Yeah. But there's having that, and there's having a guy that wrestled how Gaethje wrestled. Gaethje's yeah. got the way better credentials as far as wrestling go. Yeah. Wrestling goes, and uh, and in MMA he, he keeps it up. He fucking keeps it up, man. I, if not, I, I, how is uh, Khabib's gonna have to take him down? And, Maul him. I mean, chances are that Gaethje's going to get up once and could he get away and make distance and land those strikes? I, I don't know. I would be I would be just over the moon for that fight. I yeah. think that's something else. You know? So, uh, what else do we got? Anything new? Anything else in the headlines, Jimmy, before we take off? No, just we'll see what happens in the next couple of days and any progress on Fight Island. Uh, I'm sure now that this has been pushed back, they're going to be working really hard on that. So I guess that's going to be the focus, just trying to get some place for them to do events for the next few months. And Dana said it should be ready in a month. Good. Which is exciting. Good. You know? Justin said June or July, he wants an eight-week camp. So, uh, you know. We will uh, we'll see. Hopefully something June or July will get scheduled on this island. Well, Jimmy, I mean, I just want to remind people that are listening to this that they can watch this also on Fight Pass, UFC yep. Fight Pass, which I've been watching a lot of because I need my fix of fights, Jimmy. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I need I it, Jimmy. I need it. And uh, everybody else should just check that out. And besides that, that's it, Jimmy. What do you want to plug? What am I plugging? There's a brand new Chip Chipperson podcast up. And I know, Matt, that's a, a show that hopefully you'll be on very soon. And um, it's Jimmy. on uh, Chip Chipperson's YouTube. Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, spread the word about Chip. Jimmy, let's just talk one more time about my facial hair. Sure. A five foot six Jason Statham with Kamora's. Yes? Huh? No? Um... I mean, is it a, a, a little bit, yeah. Is it growing bit. on you, Jimmy? A little bit, yeah. I'm getting used to it. It just, it's so not, I'm not used to it. It really looks like a different you that I don't know. It looks like you getting out of lockup. It looks like you. It feels like me with one of those, you ever see those, 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 those faces and you got the, the magnet thing and you put the little black stuff. And yes. You make... The little shavings. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, you know what, Jimmy, I'm going to let it grow a little bit. Keep shaving the head, though. If not, that's just a sign of me giving up. Okay. Jimmy, I love you, and I miss you. I miss you, too, pal. Uh, and I will be seeing you in a couple of days. Yes, and thank you, uh, Matt. And, of course, thank you to Matt Eisman and Justin Gaethje. And uh, we'll see you in two days.
All right, Jimmy. Later, everybody. All we right, love bye. you. Stay safe. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring. Full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.